Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're um, back for another study uh, today, this Monday morning. Uh, today, we are looking at a new um, a book of the Bible. We're going to be studying the gospel according to Mark. How about that? A couple of quick words on Mark. Uh, his name, his last name, I believe, was Mark. His first name was John. So he kind of had two first names, John Mark. And so um, he kind of is known as Mark, you know, not to be confused with John. Um, so the gospel is a, an account of Jesus's ministry of the gospel message, just like we have the gospel of John when we studied it. Um, and um, interesting uh, is that Mark was not um, one of the apostles or, you know, one of the disciples later to be known as one of the apostles like some of the others. But um, Mark did follow Peter around. So Peter was, uh, you know, the rock that Jesus built his church on. So this is a reflection of Peter's um, recollections of things that were going on with Jesus. Mark wrote them all down. And then later, Mark would travel a lot with Paul, and then Paul would give him some interpretations and some, you know, um, insight uh, on these things as it applies to the Gentiles and and things like that. So, a very interesting uh, book. um, And he writes in a different style. It's it's almost like... um, a documentary. We go from one scene to another scene to another scene to another scene. There is a, it's a, or McGee says it's sort of like headlines, you know. And so Mark has a more of an immediate style of writing, and so we we kind of go from one event to another event, and Mark just kind of gives us the facts, um, you know, quickly. And so we'll jump right in, just like Mark jumps right in and goes, you know, you don't see a whole bunch of genealogies and things like that that Matthew throws down. So uh, chapter one, uh, we're going to be going down to verse, I believe, verse 15 today. So um, chapter one, verse one, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So right off the bat, Mark says Jesus is the Son of God. He just says that right off the bat, 
And then he calls back to Isaiah, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And obviously Isaiah the prophet was speaking about somebody who's going to prepare the way of the Lord. And that is uh, John. John the Baptist, that is, so that's how we come to um, to John the Baptist. He goes back to Isaiah, and then he introduces John in verse 4. John appeared, baptizing in the wilderness. And again, this wilderness theme, there's sort of a parallel between John and Jesus. They're both going to be doing some important work in the wilderness, just like the um, the nation Israel was in the wilderness I believe for 40 years, Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days, 40 nights. John was in the wilderness proclaiming some good news. And so this wilderness theme here is that we are all in the wilderness of sin. And even though the nation Israel had been brought out by the, of the wilderness by Moses, John restarts his ministry in the wilderness, and so does Jesus. So, this symbolism of where um, John and Jesus both go to the people, go symbolically, go to the wilderness, and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. So, um, this is what John was proclaiming. This baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And um, it is an outward expression um, of wanting to be forgiven. And all of the country of Judea and Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. So this is the good news, is to repent and to believe. Repent. So he was really, uh, what do you believe? Because you don't have Jesus right there. So it's really a baptism of repentance and forgiveness. The fulfillment of this gospel will come when Jesus comes. So the gospel message is kind of coming in stages here. But uh, John is preparing the way, uh, introducing the concept here of repentance. And... Um, Letting baptism show that you've been washed, you're clean of your sins, you're being forgiven, you're repenting, you're turning away from sin. Verse 6, Now John was clothed with camel's hair and wore a leather belt around his waist and ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So a couple of things that John is saying about Jesus. Number one, he's human. But number two, he's going to be of the Spirit. So he immediately um, indicates that Jesus is going to be the Son of God. That's what Mark is saying. And immediately... John doesn't waste any words here that Jesus is going to be have a human and a, and a spiritual 
uh, component here. Verse 9, we jump right in. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee. So, we don't get a lot on Jesus' birth as a baby or anything. Jesus has already grown up, and here he is. Um, he comes from uh, Nazareth of Galilee, was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens being torn open, and the Spirit descending on him like a dove, and a voice came from heaven. You are my beloved son. With you I am well pleased. Okay, so we get a um, a component of, uh, you know, when Jesus gets baptized, um, he comes up out of, the, out of the water. Now, he's not baptizing, he's not being baptized because he needs to repent like the others, but he's being baptized to identify with the other's sin. He's identifying because he is going to become sin of the others. And so he's doing this as a means of identification. He will be the source of forgiveness of sins. His death on the cross will be the way sins will be forgiven in people. So, um, and then we get this um, this trinity already because the Spirit descended on him like a dove. A voice came down from heaven. That's the Father. You are my beloved Son. He's calling about Jesus with whom I'm well pleased. So, we've got the Spirit of God. We have got the Son of God. And we've got the voice of God um, all here. The, um, the whole trinity uh, of God right here. And we get to see it. And um, this harkens back to Psalms uh, chapter 2, verse 7. Isaiah is quoting, like, Behold, you're my, you know, my son... You're my son, and I will pour my spirit over you. So this is um, harkens back to the Psalms. Okay, so immediately then, Mark takes us to another sort of scene here. Uh, verse 12, the spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. So again, now Jesus is back into the wilderness. And he was in the wilderness 40 days, being tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild animals, and the angels were ministering to him. Okay, so Jesus is now vulnerable. Jesus has identified who he is. The Spirit of God comes upon him and begins to tempt him. So now Jesus identifies himself, um, you know, as human. But now Jesus is going to be tested in his spiritual nature. And so, and McGee has said several times that, why did Jesus have to be tempted or, or, or proved himself? Was he proving himself as to who he was? No, he was showing us that he is worthy. He is showing us that he is above sin. And before he does anything else, he is going to show himself to be above all temptation. 
So he's constantly tempted and constantly vulnerable to physical harm with these wild animals out there. 40 days. Being tempted by Satan and was with the wild animals and the angels were ministering to him. Now it doesn't say, but other gospels indicate that he was fasting 40 days and 40 nights. So he was you know, physically tempted. He was spiritually tempted uh, in so many ways here. And um, I think Matthew gives him just three examples of that temptation about getting power and prestige and popularity and those type of things. But this is constant temptation for 40 days, 40 nights. Okay, then verse 14. Now we jump over here. Now after John was arrested, so we just hear that John's arrested. Jesus came into Galilee, which is north of Nazareth now. Um, and there's that's where the Sea of Galilee is, and you get Capernaum. That's where he ends up really spinning his ministry on this fisherman town there. Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God and saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And that sums up the gospel message. Repent and believe. Repent of your sins and believe in me. Believe in what the Lord Jesus is there to do for you. He is to identify with your humanity, sacrifice himself for your sins in order that you can be saved. We're going to stop here as we're getting into this gospel book of Mark. It's immediately, uh, we're already, uh, the, it's an action-packed uh, um, story here. The drama is really on every line here. So much to think about and for us to reflect on. So we'll stop here. We'll turn the rest of the podcast over to my co-host in Zambia, Matali. Matali, I hope you're doing great. Look forward to hearing what you've got to say on this study today. So for me to all of you, as always, keep your heart centered on Christ, and we'll see you next time.